Welcome to the Mamma Mia 2015 Bachelorette Red Carpet. I'm your host, Lizzie Marton, and I will be taking you through all the frocks, shocks, and the glamour of tonight. Let's get started. So, Mons, what are you wearing tonight? Tonight, I'm coming as Shark Island because I felt it was just the pivotal moment of the show for this season for me. Steph, what are you wearing tonight? I'm wearing my best British accent in honour of Alex this evening and I'm just, you know, just wearing my heart on my sleeve. Okay, Joe, what are you wearing this evening? Uh, I'm actually wearing a coat cardigan hybrid known as a coatigan. Great choice, you look fabulous. Rachel, who are you wearing tonight? Oh, sorry, Lizzie, I was busy, lost in my thoughts, looking off into the distance, staring longingly at the ocean, thinking about my future. But I'm actually wearing a stunning white turtleneck. It really it helps me think. My jeans are torn. I really feel it says a lot about my emotional state after the last season of The Bachelor. This has been Lizzie Martin reporting from the red carpet at the Mamma Mia Bachelorette Party 2015. Signing out. 14 men, one rose left. Welcome to Batch Chat, your bachelorette podcast. I'm Monique Bolly. I'm Joanna Robin. I'm Lizzie Martin. I'm Rachel Wagner. I'm Claire DeFreitas. Basically the whole office is in here tonight celebrating the finale. Warning, there will be spoilers in this episode, so if you haven't seen it, oh, you look, you know by now. It'll be everywhere. Yeah, someone spoiled it on, on the old Facebook today. Yep, before the show yes. even began. Yeah, Thanks very great. much, Daily Mail. Thanks very much. You know what? I, I loved romance. I, I believed in it and you took it away from me. I had one thing, one thing left. The first season of Australia's Bachelorette is over and we have a winner. And it's Sasha. Go, Sash. I am gutted. Yeah, you're in I'm mourning. So you're in mourning over there. When the limo pulled up, and you always know that the first person out of the limo is going to be the loser, when it was Michael, I howled like a wolf. Didn't I? I howled she like an animal wall. that had been gutted. She was like, ooh, and hit the wall. It was, it was awful. I feel terrible. You feel now how I felt yesterday, you know? When I you was, said goodbye to Richie. When I said goodbye to Richie, beautiful Richie, I was gutted. And then I've spent all day, come to terms with it. It, it does get better, Mons. It gets better. Oh, my goodness. And you just you settle. You but set off a second best, and second is... best in this scenario is Sasha. So she's made the right choice tonight. He was so, so smooth throughout the entire thing. Michael was? Michael. Too smooth? No, just like, oh. just won the entire nation over, I feel. How about during the breakup when she was like cr- like a puddle and he was like, it's okay. I know. It's going to be fine. I know. He, I wanted to just dry hump him through my screen at that point. I have to say, Mons, calling, calling it early, he wants Bachelor next year. Oh, That was a desperate ploy for Bachelor. Ooh. You're such a cynic. We've got a cynic in the house tonight, I've guys. I've watched many franchises of this show. I know how it goes down. She really has. She's watched like every season of every country of The Bachelor ever. I, I'm saying it. Sam's made a mistake there. I've said it. I She's made a mistake. We've seen her make a mistake once. We've seen it again. Mm-hmm. It's because she went for the love. She just went. She she went for the words over the actions. Last night, Richie said, "I'm not very good with words, but I'm going to show you that I love you." And he meant it. He drew that little love heart in the snow, and she just had to look Joe, beyond let him it. Go. I can't. <laughs> He's gone. I can't let He's him go. He's clubbing right now. Let He's him not. go. So if Sam <laughs> has made the wrong decision, then what does she do now, though? 
can she dump him? Like no, she can't. She can't do a Blake. She can't be the hypocrite. Well, she hasn't mm. yet. They're still hanging out. Yeah, they're drunk in love apparently. So they're living it up. Honeymoon period. Mm. It's called the honeymoon period, people. <laughs> can we just talk about her dress just for a bit? Which one? Please. The white dress. The wedding dress. Yeah, the wedding dress. Do you think they're going to have a little ceremony up there on the hilltops in New Zealand? It's a nice setting. I don't know. But as Claire brought to our attention earlier, completely impractical. Why? If you need to go to the bathroom, yeah, how but do I mean, you even do that? You got taken to the hill on a, in a limo. She's not popping a squat. But that thing has a toilet <laughs> in it. Probably have port otherwise. I have to say, it's the most predictable bachelor, bachelorette outcome I have ever seen. He was the one that made her nervous from day one. First kiss, I think. I felt like they were just, it was all misdirection though, you know. They were going to get us, they were going to get us hooked on Sash early and we're like, oh, he's got this, you know. And then, I I bet you're wishing you bought that painting now, aren't you, Joe? Oh my God. The artwork. skyrocketed. Episode seven. So let's go back to when Michael gets to meet Sam's sister and Sam's family. How did you think he went? I think he did pretty good. I think they didn't want to trust him. They've, they've been hurt before. Lizzie? They have been. And as Sam said, Michael has many layers. He's like a, like a parfait. Or like an onion. The sister didn't want to trust him. No. She thought he was too smooth. And he did have very smooth answers. Yes. Uh, Sam's sister said he came across a bit like a salesperson. Hmm. It's funny because he sells houses. Ah. It makes sense. She's savvy. Offer. Michael always brings it back to him like even when he was meeting the family he was just so concerned with himself like which it would be meeting someone else's family but surely you would think about Sam and Sam's family and their experience of meeting you because he well. can't keep track think? of all the lies oh, it's tangled he's in a tangled web I'm just pleased the Cardigan's gone and what about Sasha how did he go he looked a bit more at home I reckon I feel like Sasha is in his element. Now that Richie's gone, you're all team Sash. So they got nothing nothing else to, to cling to. I did think it was significant when Sam said that she'd been impersonating Sash to her family. That means she's talking about him when he's not there. Yes, yeah. But I don't understand why the family don't pull her aside and say to her, actually, this is the one you need to choose. Maybe they do though. Maybe they have. Do you think they get to chat on the phone at night? Do you think she calls him at the end of a long, hard day and goes, you won't believe the funny thing that Sasha did today? Maybe, probably. Um, Claire. I was just going to say, I don't think they usually see them give an opinion. I think you just have to judge by the body language. Oh, yeah, true. They don't want to ruin it for us. Oh, so we have to just overanalyze. I think it's funny how they expect that him to say I love you for the, or to say I love her to the first time to her sister. Of course he's not going to do that. The first time has to be... To Sam in a romantic setting with yes. lovely music underneath. Yeah, it does. Okay, so I learned some really song. important things today um, when I was talking to Richie because you know what sold me on Richie was the sorry. You know what sold me on Richie was the funny because Richie was funny and I was like, oh, Sash, he's not that funny. He doesn't really make very good jokes. Apparently, he's the funniest one on the show. He's Richie the funniest. Is. No, Sash is. Oh, right. Richie said that Sash is funny. And then we see Michael go on the one-on-one date with Sam and they go whitewater rafting. That was great because love is an adventure. It was a very Excellent metaphor for their love. Jumping oh, I thought in. the metaphor there was up shit creek without a paddle when she lost it. Oh, nice. Oh, zing. Yes. Very significant, Rachel. Well done. Okay. So next... Sam and Michael go to the spa. Yes. Mm. And they were finally half naked. And I think it's as close as we're going to get to a sleepover date on mm. The Bachelorette. Really. Why don't they do any like pants on fondling or anything? Like they I don't just. Know. It's I don't just. Know. It's very PG. It is. But Michael said. 
that he loved her. He actually said it. It yes. wasn't written on the hand. Yeah. And what did she say? She said thank you. Yeah. Oh. Just like Ryan did to Marissa Cooper in the OC. Thank you. So then it's time for Sasha and Sam's one-on-one date. And they get a yacht. I don't know. We'll find anyway, out. I mean, I'm currently eating an ice cream because I'm so bored by this show. I'm so I'm so bored that I've had to emotionally eat my feelings. Like, just it's just going on and on and on. I'm on my third gin and tonic. I have something important to note about the spa scene. Yes, Claire. If you all remember from The Bachelor, another spa scene, Lana and Sam. Oh, it no. It was a very saucy final date in the spa. I think the spa pashing is the kiss of death. No, it is. Michael's out. Oh, man. Yep. That was the thing that sealed the deal. Mm-hmm. But then we have the solo date with Sash. Right. Yes. The one was he. And Sash, the only thing that happened was that Sash also said the L word. Yeah, and it was a little better received. But Definitely. I mean, she didn't say thank you, but she was so trying not to say it, I reckon. And also, they, was, they were on the yacht and the water was very calm. So they were sailing on calm waters as opposed to being up shit creek without oh. the paddle. Yeah, mm. you're right. Symbolic, guys. That is very poignant. <laughs> mm. Yeah. Should we go get ice cream? We need more ice cream. Get us through this. Isn't okay. It? Okay. But first we have to talk about our um, sponsor. Oh, what, what if? if? Have you got some what ifs for me today? Let me give you the spiel. This episode of Batch Chat is sponsored by <laughs> whatif.com, home of holidays. So if you want to book yourself a romantic holiday to New Zealand or perhaps a broken-hearted holiday to Cancun, then this is the part where you do it, where you go to whatif.com. You can book your holidays, your hotels, your flights, accommodation, and sometimes you can just go to the website and dream about where you'd go from your desk cubicle at work, like I do. So, thanks What If for sponsoring us. And now we will play a game called What If. So, what if she'd chosen Richie, if only. Have you got a what if? What if Sasha is only on the show to become a famous artist? Yeah. Well, I mean, his art's going to have to improve a lot. <laughs> it's a modernist joke. What if Richie uh, calls me instead? Mm. That'd be great. What if Sam chooses Sam and decides to love herself before she loves a man? Yes. Can we get a round yeah. of applause for that? <laughs> what if, to get, carry on with that theme of Sam choosing Sam, if she's not happy with either of them, does she get to start again? Mm. What if I put each one of you in a room with 14 men? Could you really find love? Mm. Not if it was those men. What if? Like statistically. What if you were humiliated on national TV for being dumped and then you were offered the chance to dump publicly 13 other men? Would you do it? Absolutely. Yes. Mm. I wouldn't even blink. Payback's a bitch. Yep. Thank you, whatif.com, the home of holidays. Listen to your holiday self and book a holiday at whatif.com. Don't listen. Do we want to talk about what we what they could have done differently? Yes. So let's talk about the season Yes. as a whole. The general consensus is that we're all just bored stiff. I did pick my nail polish off during the episode we just watched. Yeah. Yeah. Mons barely looked up from her phone. I was so bored. I was like, yep, (laughs) sighing audibly. Like just needed to fast forward to certain bits. But I feel like the last few weeks has just been that. Just like killing time, killing time, killing time. Can you just make the decision? And we already knew what was going to happen. And there was sort of like, "Mm, maybe it won't happen. Then it just happened. But why was it boring? I'll tell you why. Because Mm. all they did 
from episode one was talk about their feelings. Mm-hmm. Like I'm bored of feelings. Feelings are good in small doses, but when it's just blanket feelings, you, it's like when you walk into a room and there's a terrible smell. At the start, you notice it and it's interesting, but then by the end, you just don't notice it anymore and you okay. So too many in, feelings overload. In The Bachelor, do they not speak about their feelings all the time? I think there's more flirtiness and there's more like intrigue. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Well, Claire was actually telling us an interesting story before about a rendezvous in The Bachelor. So I just think The Bachelor in the US is so much saucier. As I think Mons has mentioned before, in the US they have the overnight dates at the end. So that plays a big deciding factor in who The Bachelor or The Bachelorette picks. Also, in one season of The Bachelor US, I think a year or two ago, a bachelorette snuck out of the house. So this is when there were still like five girls in the house, I think. Snuck out of the house, went to the batch pad, wakes up the bachelor and they got it on in the pool. And Wait. there was a sneaky photographer in the bushes filming them. Brilliant TV. You know what I think's boring about this is that Sam's whole attitude to feelings is boring. Like, I love Sam. Beautiful gal. All she ever talks about is how she's going to die alone. You're not going to die alone. You're only 25. If Sam Frost is going to die alone, I, I'm, no, I'm okay, certainly going to die alone anyway. But, you know. If Sam Frost can't make this show interesting, what can? It didn't do anything. None of them went anywhere. None of them talked about their jobs or their friends or no one had any funny anecdotes. Like nothing funny happened. You know what's to blame here? Davy. Bloody hate Davy, but, but it's Davy and the bro code. They set up that bro code in episode one and everyone was so bloody collegiate. Mm. Nobody, nobody bitched, nobody whined. Everyone was polite. They gave each other space. It was just, it was just too friendly. Also, no intruders. No one came along to rock the boat. It's also good the, drama. The point's been made quite a few times before about how budget it was. Do you think oh. that that played a role? Do we want more extravagance in our bachelorette? I don't know. Even when they were on the fancy yacht, they were still boring. Like they're just talking about their feelings, but on a yacht. Yeah. Also, have more interesting men. Each of the other bachelors, the bachelors that they've chosen, have all been like these weird cardboard cutouts of men. And the only thing that makes the bachelorette interesting is that they pick this really diverse range of women. And this year on the bachelorette, all we had was just like this whitewash of, you know, 25 to 35 semi-professional men and they just had nothing to talk about other than looking for love because it's all they were doing i just found they're trying to make it just it's all too sincere they're trying to make us believe that sam's really there looking for love and trying to make it seem really real to her so yeah it tried too hard yeah yeah have some fun with that lighten up exactly Mm. can't believe it's over i feel like you know after you have some big event or you complete exams or something and then you're just exhausted and you're just done there's a lull. I'm glad there's another whole year. I wonder if this is what it's like after you actually get married, where it's just the big day. Maybe. And then afterwards there's this just sense of loss. And did I make a huge mistake? About- no. <laughs> <laughs> I have to say I was so freaking happy when my wedding was over. God, I feel bad for Michael. How f- how good was he in that breakup? Yes. He was smooth to the end. He was great. He was smooth to the end. He was textbook. He'll find love. There was this point where he walked away and Sam, I was like, call him back, change your mind, it's not too late. All right, so it's been a lot of love this episode. A little too much love. To be honest, they should scale back the love. That's my tip for next season. Not so much love. Any other thoughts? 
What do, do we need to talk about what Sasha said when she told Sasha she loved him? What did he Nothing? even say? He just, I just, it all just blurs into a beige feeling. It's all just beige feelings. I agree. And long looks. Yeah. She said beautiful souls so many times. So many times. I believe um, after she said, I love you, he said, really? Which is what she said when he said it to her. Oh, my God. It is the OC. They just, yep. The producers just watched it. They watched the <laughs> Cute OC. Cute little script. It's <laughs> nice. Well, it's been a magnificent season, apart from the boringness. Let's think, let's think about the highlights. We had Kane, the guy who did all the pranks. Do you remember? I remember today fondly. That guy that came in on the skateboard in, with a bow tie. Yeah. 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 What happened to him? He didn't right. make it past the first. And the guy with the owl. He was oh, great. Owl, owl guy. Owl. I thought he had it for a little while. We've seen some magnificent man buns. We've seen some great hats. Oh, yeah. Men jumping off so many different surfaces. Yes. Taking the plunge, metaphorically yeah. and literally. And we saw the word coat again coined. So worth it right there. Yeah. And Shark Island. Shark Island. That will forever live on. And bad performances on awkward dates. Mm. Oh, Kane made that wrap. Kane got that tattoo. Oh. We forgot to mention the toasted cheese sandwiches. You know what? I actually had a toasted cheese sandwich for dinner, and I think that that was a little hat tip to Sam. Oh. The memories are going to last a lifetime, you guys. Kieran, who's Kieran? <laughs> <laughs> um, did I tell you guys I saw Kieran on Tinder the other day? What? I swiped right. He did not. No way. Yeah. They do live on. Been some real great memories, memories, actually. Yeah, it has been. I feel like yeah. we've all come to be closer together. We have. So that's same. Love's grown. That's what really matters. I would give each of you a rose. You've been listening to Batch Chat. This is the Bachelor Recap Program for Mamma Mia. Thank you, ladies. It's been a real pleasure, Mon. Thanks, Mon. I've been Monique Bowley and I've been joined by... Joanna Robin. Lizzie Martin. Rachel Wagner. Claire DeFreitas. I'm sure we will chat next season. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye. Thank you to whatif.com for sponsoring our show as well. And you can get more great Mamma Mia podcasts on the Mamma Mia Podcast Network Facebook page. Just go to Facebook and search for Mamma Mia Podcast Network or tweet us at Mamma Mia Podcast. We hope that you were hashtag Team Sasha. And if you were hashtag Team Michael, I feel your pain. And if you were hashtag Team Richie, you can always call Joe. She'll talk to you for hours. <laughs> I'm here for you guys. We're in this together.